Welcome to the Branches podcast. Branches is a community of faith, hope and love in the South Orange County. We are a church for people who don't go to church. If you'd like to learn more about our faith or our community, visit our website at branchesoc.com. Well, good morning. My name's John. It's good to be with this family this morning. Uh, if I don't know you, hopefully I'll get a chance to meet you. Uh, if you have a Bible or an iPhone or uh, some, some kind of a device that has the Bible in it, go ahead and turn to James chapter 1. We've got people with Bibles here to pass them out. Just hold your hand up and they'll, they'll uh, hand you one. James chapter 1 is where we're going to be. Hold your finger there or leave it scrolled to that place. And... Uh, this morning, we're going we're gonna to do a little something different, and uh, we're going to talk about energy. Energy. Now, who here is feeling a little low on energy? A few of you? All right. You know, like the tryptophan hangover from Thanksgiving, like still wanting to just nap constantly for all the food, or uh, maybe you're like me and you have toddlers, and they're just like little energy thieves. Um, babies, too. They tend to just like, they literally just take the energy right out of you. Uh, or maybe you thought a donut was a good idea this morning. <laughs> That'll do it. That's the pick-me-up I need. <laughs> Regrets. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me pray for us, and we'll, we'll get into it. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for this, this day and this chance to gather in your name, Jesus. Uh, God, I ask on behalf of those of us in here who are feeling low on energy, uh, weighed down by the stress of the holidays, perhaps, Lord, uh, would you renew us? Would you restore our bodies and our hearts and our minds? Jesus, would you now help us to focus our minds on what you have for us this morning? Would you bring rest to those who are tired, Lord, in a word of healing? to those that might be in pain this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So a little thing about energy. I had a slide here. Uh, energy, according to uh, the slides here, E equals MC squared. Who's heard of that? few of you in here. Uh, energy equals mass times the speed of light squared. I have no idea what that means. It does not help me, uh, especially at this time in the morning. Uh, the only one I think of that has a ton of energy right now is Russ Landreth, who's been up for at least six hours already. Um, but uh, energy, uh, I think of like my electric bill each month. I think of uh, things that I need on a consistent basis. Energy is one of those. And uh, it just, when I think about energy, we're all made up of energy, atoms, these things. It's science. <laughs> and uh, it leads me to the obvious topic of... Uh, Facebook. So I have this other slide here. Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and those other things. I think the girls know what the bottom one is in the middle. And, uh, <laughs> and then if you're really old, you know what this far right one is on the bottom called MySpace. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, energy, I thought about this because uh, it's not, it's not uncommon, I work with college students and maybe, and, and I see this just across the board, it's not uncommon for me to come across what we call a hashtag. Anybody familiar with a hashtag? If you're not, you need to take a class in social media, but uh, a, a hashtag is basically like an adjectival statement for your 
life or your picture that you're going to post of your grandkids. A hashtag is like a little adjective of what you think about this picture. Hashtag, I have the cutest kids or whatever you may see. But one hashtag that is particularly uh, grabbed my attention, uh, especially with my students, people that I see that are following Jesus. And, uh, and there's, I got to be honest, there's, there's times when I want to write this on things going on in my life, but uh, it's just three letters, and I'll just, we'll just skip right to it here on the slides. Hashtag FML. Now, uh, if you don't know what this means, uh, I'm not going to say it for you, but uh, turn to someone. Uh, basically, this, this hashtag, uh, it's literally or metaphorically saying, I hate my life. I hate my life. Uh, and there's these times, uh, I have like an, a ridiculous example uh, here. If we can go to the next slide here. Uh, caught the common cold, FML. Caught the common cold, I hate my life. And I use the cat picture just because, yeah, um, I'll get to that. So take that, down, that, that picture down for a minute. When do you come to these times in your life? What are the situations that make you throw up your hands and write something like that? Like, I hate my life, or hashtag FML. And this is just social media, but in your soul, we've been in those moments, whether we've lost someone close to us, or it's unrequited love, or it's your house is foreclosed on, or you just heard the diagnosis. And that's the response, right? We've been, I've been there. Uh, your child is screaming in your ear. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> uh, now, have you ever been there, anyone? Have you ever come across people who have been there? Has anybody ever seen this hashtag? Has anybody ever used it? Uh, But with the energy that you've been given, this is the response that you go to. Like, I got a parking ticket about a week ago. I hate parking tickets. Uh, And I was right there. I got there before the cop got there. But he said, I already saw the infraction. Stay right here while I write you the ticket. And I was like, like, come on. That is just not cool. Hashtag, I hate my life. Uh, now there's another hashtag, hashtag blessed. Um, that one was not the one that I was going to go to right at that moment. You know, if I snap the picture of the ticket and the cop, you know, and I say hashtag blessed, (laughs) it's just weird. Um, (laughs) you know, Hey, the girl I like just turned me down. Hashtag blessed, pure joy. Can't stop rejoicing. Uh, these sorts of things, (laughs) uh, But these circumstances that we come across are painful and they're angering and they bring up this emotion and this energy in you and you got to figure out what to do with it. And our natural inclination is to be like, oh, I hate my life. To feel depressed or oppressed. Um, But what if I told you, (laughs) I feel like a salesman, what if I told you (laughs) that you (laughs) could get a speeding ticket and not 
want to or feel that inclination to say, I hate my life. For only $9.95, I'll be over here on the right. No, uh, you too can be foreclosed on and find an unspeakable joy. Uh, now, I just want to read, because I, I had you turn to James chapter 1. Uh, and there's just this verse in here that just cannot, it's got to be a typo. Um, James chapter 1, verse 2. James is the brother of Jesus, his half-brother. Imagine the inferiority complex that he had. Uh, James chapter 1, verse 2. My brothers and sisters, he says, whenever you face trials of any kind, whenever you are foreclosed on, whenever she breaks up with you, whenever your kid says, I literally hate you, mom, dad, whenever... You received that diagnosis. Consider it nothing but joy. Typo. It's got to be a typo. I mean, really. Consider it nothing but joy whenever you lose your house or a loved one. Because you know, you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. James, what are you smoking? Uh, What is it about being around Jesus, about following Jesus, that makes you say things like this? What is it about the way of Jesus that when you face the worst things in your life, you would say, this is, this is a time to rejoice. It's, it's just so unlike the way I go. And these all, to me, sometimes it just sounds like words. These are just words, you know. I don't, that's not life. That's not life. Those are just words. How do I say I'm blessed? James, how can you do that? Uh, and I, I think about James because... There's an interesting story about James. Uh, he, uh, it's recorded by Josephus. He's a Jewish historian. James, the brother of Jesus. Uh, eventually, all, you know, all the follow, a lot of followers of Jesus in the first century were, were martyred. And James was uh, not immune to that. Uh, they took James and threw him off the pinnacle of the temple. Uh, because he was following Jesus and proclaiming him. And he didn't die. So then they began to throw rocks at him and stone him. And that still wasn't killing him. And so there was a man there who worked in the laundry. And they would hang up the rugs. They would hang up and they would have these big clubs. And they would beat the, the rugs. And the, You know, you've seen this. Uh, so with one huge blow from a club, he hits James and kills him. Uh, Now, it's reported uh, that as they were killing James, he was praying to God and saying, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. I've I've heard of one person in the scripture doing that, and that was Jesus. What's it like to be so close to Jesus that in the midst of being killed, you're praying for the people killing you? Now, When someone hits me, I don't like it. I don't know about you. Uh, 
but I don't like it. It, it bugs me. I got rear-ended about two months ago on the freeway, and it's not what I was hoping for. Uh, it was one of those times where I'm sitting in traffic, I'm dead stopped, and I'm just, uh, I'm seeing the guy coming. He's like, he's not going to stop, he's not going to stop, he's not going to stop, and then, you know, and you, you feel that, oh, it's terrible. It was better if I hadn't known, because then I'm braced and tense, and it felt like time just slowed down. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, now think about being thrown off a building. Uh, how do you feel about those people? Uh, think about having a number of people throwing rocks at you, uh, trying to kill you. How do you feel about those people? Uh, the, the social media in the midst is not hashtag blessed, hashtag pure joy. Uh, thank you, sir, I'll have another. It's not anything like that. Uh, but what is it about the way of Jesus that, re- that produces that kind of response? God, forgive them. They have no idea what they're doing. See, James has a certain amount of energy, and with what he has left of his energy, he is praying for forgiveness for these people. And it just begs the question, what are we doing with our energy? There's another story in the book of Acts I want to draw your attention to. You can, you can turn there. It's in Acts chapter 16. Uh, if you like flipping around in the scriptures, this is your day. Uh, Acts chapter 16, I'll just kind of set the scene a little bit. Paul and Silas are preaching. And uh, they come to a particular place where there's a, a young girl that has this gift of prophecy. And essentially, these men have enslaved this girl and said, you're going to do, you're going to prophesy and we're going to make money off you. Sounds like a pretty good deal uh, for these guys. So she recognizes Paul and Silas as men of Jesus. And... Uh, she goes, around, uh, <laughs> she goes around saying, these men are slaves of the Most High God who proclaim to you a way of salvation. And that sounds like, great, we have like a you know, free, <laughs> free media here from this prophet girl. You know? <laughs> she's she's uh, proclaiming us. These, but it was more like an annoying thing, really. Like, these guys are so slaves of the Most High God. They're going to tell you the way to be saved. You know, it's, it's like this mocking sort of thing that she's doing. And uh, it, this gets on Paul's nerves, right? Because if Paul's trying to really preach a way of salvation, this is like a turnoff for most people, right? You're out on the streets and, you, you know, some guys are trying to have a conversation with you and someone comes up, these guys are slaves of the most high God and they're going to tell you how to be saved. And you're like, oh yeah, I'll, thanks, I'll pass. Uh, so this was kind of what was happening here and And so Paul rebukes the demon within her, and the demon leaves. But along with the demon leaving, these guys' money source and meal ticket kind of takes a hike too. So they're angry, right? You just killed our business. (laughs) And so a mob forms. And uh, in verse 22, I'll pick it up. The crowd joined in attacking them. And the magistrates, these are like army generals, Uh, army leaders who have 
specific skills in torture in the days of the Roman Empire. The magistrates had them stripped of their clothing and ordered them to be beaten with rods. It's very brutal. And then, after they had given them a severe flogging, which are the, you know, the whip and just stripes all over them, they threw them into prison and ordered the jailer to keep them securely. securely. So the jailer, following these instruction, instructions, he puts them in the innermost cell and fastens their feet in stocks. Okay, like the, your feet are like clamped down. Okay, that's the scene. You've just been stripped, beaten with rods, and flogged severely. You're likely bleeding, naked, and in a, an immense amount of pain. Okay? You're now thrown into the innermost cell into a very uncomfortable position of having your feet locked in stocks. Now, verse 25. It's got to be a typo. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. You bet. You, you think they didn't see these guys get dragged in? Now, that's not my response. I, I don't know. I've never been in this situation. And I would love to think that, yeah, you know, after I've just been stripped and beaten and flogged and then thrown into the innermost cell and feet put in stocks, that I'm going to start singing Come thou found of every blessing. But what is it about the way of Jesus that when you encounter these kinds of things, with what energy you have, you use it to praise God? What are we doing with our energy? Energy is fascinating. It's neither created nor destroyed. Um, if, you, uh, if you think about the, the first law of thermodynamics, a lot of engineers in here, relates to the law of conservation of energy. So energy is just transferred. If I were to burn up these papers, it's not like the energy would disappear. It would just move into something different. It would be transferred. Uh, energy is a fascinating thing. I think about food, like when I'm... <laughs> going to have a can of Coke, like last night. And on the back, it says calories, 140. And calorie is a unit of measure of energy, joules. Uh, and what I love about Europe and some of these foreign countries that I get to visit every once in a while is, I have a slide for this, instead of energy, uh, or instead of calories, let's see if it, yeah, energy. Energy, protein, fat totals. And I'm just like, it just for whatever reason, it makes me feel better. It's like, I could really use some energy right about now. But it's like when you think about calories, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I really, I don't want to pack on the pounds, right? But essentially, this is energy. I drink the Coke. It gets stored as fat, most likely, in my body. And, uh, but yeah, I think about like, oh, energy. And this makes me think about... Uh, Another thing, and we'll go to the next slide. It's an obvious transition to this young man right here. Uh, Jay Beebs. Justin Bieber. 
if you don't know who this is, um, find a nearby teenage girl, and uh, and she'll tell you who he is. Uh, any believers in here? Huh? No. <laughs> Some people are like, "What? Who is this guy?" Uh, so this is Justin Bieber. Um, what is his problem? Anyone? Too much money? He's 20 years old. Too much fame? He's a, he's a pop icon. People worship him. Um, whatever you think about this young man, his energy output is pretty incredible. The things that he has done uh, have reached quite a few people in the world. Uh, his musical talent or energy has gone on to affect quite a few people. And have you ever heard of someone walking into, into a room and there's that person has a certain energy about them, right? Uh, or they have, we, we often call them like, oh, they just have like this electrifying personality. Or the, the one that I remember from grade school is I thought, oh, that girl's really energetic, right? And it's just, she's hyper or she's just always smiling and happy and, uh, but I think about this, someone who can rally people and influence people. And this past year, I was sitting at the National Prayer Breakfast in a room of 3,000 people, and I'm just a few yards from President Obama and Vice President. Uh, do you guys remember that guy? <laughs> I love like being in California. Nobody knows who any of our political leaders are sometimes. Uh, but there's congressmen, senators, ambassadors, uh, heads of state, and uh, I remember with Anna a few years, we were my wife, we were there, and uh, Tony Blair was speaking, the former prime minister of Britain. And, and I think about, like, the energy, the output that is in this room is incredible. The amount of influence and impact that these people, there's just incredible far-reaching implications for the energy that's going out of this place. And so I think about, I think about Jay Biebs and Justin Bieber, and this guy has some serious output of his energy. And so I looked up his, one of his songs on YouTube. I'm not a huge, uh, J- Justin Bieber fan. I knew the baby, 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 O song. Um, um, but apart from that, I had no idea any of his songs. And so I looked at just one that was recent. It was called, uh, confident. Now I'm assuming none of you have heard this song, <laughs> but if you have, that's okay. Uh, a hundred, a hundred million views on YouTube of his video confident. Over 100 million. Now, there's 300 million people in the U.S. So I know that a certain amount of teenage girls occupy at least 100 million of those, you know, 50 million of those views. And then, but think about that. 100 million views. What have I done that has reached 100 million people, right? Uh, but I wanted to read you some of his lyrics from his song, Confident. Uh, I know you're going to be so excited. There's three words for the first line. Focused. I'm focused. It's heavy. Think about energy. Focused. I'm focused. But then you get to line two. She got a body like that. (laughs) I ain't never seen nothing like that. Like a fantasy in front of me. I think that something special is going down. That's right. I think she foreign. I think she foreign got passports. 
Mia Moore started slow, got faster. She's going to work some more, work some more. No stopping her now, no stopping her now. Now, there's a lot of response to this video <laughs> on YouTube. And uh, has anyone ever commented on a video on YouTube? Anyone? Good. Really? Nobody, a few of you. You're lying. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just read that out loud in the church service. That's just terrible. That is awful. Um, now, there's a whole trolling of comments on this video. Are you familiar with YouTube trolls? People that literally get on YouTube and just cause havoc. They create comment threads that are just hateful and arguments and these sorts of things. I, I looked up YouTube trolls. The disgusting creatures known as YouTube trolls are losers who have nothing better to do than sit on their computers all day and start arguments on YouTube. Beware the trolls. <laughs> now, so a whole slew of people use their energy simply to hate on Justin Bieber, right? Because it's, it's like, someone will write, Justin Bieber's the best, you know? And then there'll be like 60 comments. He's the worst. He's terrible. He's an alien mixture of Miley Cyrus and something else. You know, like there's all these, there's all, it just goes and goes and goes. Uh, so I have this other picture here I wanted to show up. <laughs> Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. Uh, anybody heard this before? Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. Cat's going to cat and haters going to hate. Uh, there's been like, there's a, in case you're unfamiliar with pop culture, cats. All of a sudden, there's like a 50 billion YouTube videos about cats. There's apps for your phone where you can just randomly place cats in your pictures. And uh, cat's going to cat and haters going to hate. Uh, There's a whole group of people that simply use their energy to hate. You have been given sacred, holy energy, and you can use it to hate. To simply hate. To not give life, but to steal it. To take away joy. Do we always use our energies for good? To build up, to create no. Do we have a choice? Yes. Yes. And I don't say this just to heap guilt on you, like just try harder, do more, be better. Um, I say this to open up your eyes to the life that you've been given. That with Jesus, he comes, with him comes grace and truth and grace. We receive from him grace upon grace, it says in John. And that every moment, every breath is a gift of the energy of the life that was breathed into us. So you have this choice that God created you in such a way as to allow you to make your own decision with what to do with the energy that he has given you. To give life, to bring joy, to rejoice, to heal, to restore. Years ago, a mentor of mine asked me, have you ever read the Gospels? the stories of Jesus, with this question in mind. How did Jesus spend his time? How did he use his energy? What was Jesus' energy output? 
I think of like, this is crazy-ish imagination. I think of like some 2D painting that is just filled, that's black and white, and it's filled with like death and gray and flowers that are dead. And, and I, I see then in this painting, Jesus moving across it from, from left to right. And as he's walking across this painting, like color is springing up and flowers that were wilted are blooming and bright and everything's becoming vibrant as Jesus moves through the scene. And uh, as I read the New Testament, it's not far off that picture. Like as Jesus moves through his life, people who were crippled since birth are all of a sudden standing up. People that, are, that were blind since the beginning of time for them that had never seen a sunset or a sunrise or an ocean or a sea or a tree are all of a sudden seeing for the first time. People with skin diseases that hadn't been touched in years are all of a sudden finding their skin healthy, better than any oil of Olay or anything that you could do to it. Brand new skin, and they're being embraced for the first time in years. Little girls that were dead are sitting up in bed. You just read the story of Jesus. One of his friends, dead, buried for four days, Lazarus, suddenly walks out of a tomb and they have to take the grave clothes off of him. Things are growing, moving, breathing. And that's what Jesus was like. That's, that's the kind of energy Jesus has and that's what we're drawn to. And so I read uh, in Luke here, uh, chapter 4, verse 18, Jesus says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. His energy to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus was using His energy in ways that should inform us and teach us about how we ought to be using ours as His, as his disciples. Let's look all the way back to Genesis. Uh, got just a few more ideas for you and then we'll close. Uh, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image and in the image of God he created them, male and female. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And God said, see, I've given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth and every tree with seed and its fruit, you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life. I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So God starts out with this beautiful planet and hands over dominion of this earth to us to use our energy, our creative energies to steward it, to have dominion and rule over it. And he breathes into us the breath of life, that energy that comes from him alone. 
we get to do something great with it. And it can be as simple as being patient with your spouse. It can be as simple as being kind to the person in front of you in line. To being a person of peace. You've been given sacred, holy energy and you get to choose what to do with it. And what if the way of Jesus is the way? I can throw out Bible verses where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, you know. But you have to discover that as you follow him. Is he the way? Could you have the kind of life where you encounter the worst things and you consider it nothing but joy? That's what I'm looking for. And I'll be honest, sometimes it's really hard because sometimes our kids are screaming at me. And it's really hard to just be like, oh, pure joy. <laughs> pure joy. Or those of you that have babies, you know, just somehow the diaper didn't do it, you know. <laughs> Did not hold its weight. <laughs> or mid-change. Surprise. Pure joy. Hashtag pure joy. <laughs> hmm. What would it look like if you have hashtagged your last FML and even your last blessed because it goes beyond our circumstances. It's not just about how our God blesses us when things are good and ignores us when things are bad. It's so far beyond that, that we are heirs. We are his children. It's so much bigger that the joy surpasses the circumstances. So I have, I have two last quotes from Scripture I want to share with you. One from Jesus and one from his Apostle Paul. Uh, Jesus' quote comes from Matthew chapter 5. You may turn there if you'd like, or you can just sit back and let me read it to you. Matthew chapter 5, this is the Sermon on the Mount. This is the hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. But then verse 10, 5 verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted... For whatever sake, righteousness sake, whatever sake, blessed are those who are persecuted. Blessed is my brother James. See, we think blessed are we when we get the promotion, when things go in our favor, when someone remembers us and is kind to us. But it goes beyond all that. And we'll end from a, with a verse from the Apostle Paul, the one who used his energy to sing hymns and praise God while he was bleeding in, church, in a prison. He said this in his letter to the church in Philippi, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, my dear brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Focus your energy on these things. Keep on doing the things that you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. God has gifted you with the breath of life with energy, and you get to choose how to use it. You get to choose your response in every moment.
to bring peace, to bring love, to create, to encourage, to build up. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of life and the freedom of choice. Lord, I ask that this morning we would feel your inspiration, the life that you've breathed into us, the energy that you have given us, that we would be drawn to use our energy to give you glory, to fix our minds and hearts on things that are true and honorable and just and pure and pleasing and commendable, Lord. Things that honor you and give you glory because that's how you created us. I ask that we might realize that you are as close as our breath and that it is through you we are able to love and to give of ourselves to others. Jesus, would you draw us more and more into your presence where true life is. You came to give us life and full life, energy and full energy. May we be compelled to use our energy to give you praise and to love those that you have placed in front of us. We ask for your blessing of peace upon us. In Jesus' name, amen.